Am I free then, sir? cried Dantès joyfully. Yes, but first give me this letter. You have it already, for it was taken from me with some others which I see in that packet. Stop a moment, said the deputy, as Dantès took his hat and gloves. To whom is it addressed? To Monsieur Noirtier, Rue Coqueron, Paris. Had a thunderbolt fallen into the room, Binfard could not have been more stupefied. He sank into his seat, and hastily turned over the packet, drew forth the fatal letter at which he glanced with an expression of terror. Monsieur Noirtier, Rue Coqueron, number 13, murmured he, growing still paler. Yes, said Dantès. Do you know him? No, replied Binfard. A faithful servant of the king does not know conspirators. It is a conspiracy, then, asked Dantès, who, after believing himself free, now began to feel a tenfold alarm. I have, however, already told you, sir, I was entirely ignorant of the contents of the letter. Yes, but you knew the name of the person to whom it was addressed, said Villefort. I was forced to read the address to know to whom to give it. Have you shown this letter to anyone? asked Villefort, becoming still more pale. To no one, on my honor. Everybody is ignorant that you are the bearer of a letter from the island of Elba, and addressed to Monsieur Noirtier? Everybody, except the person who gave it to me. And that was too much, far too much, murmured Villefort. Villefort's brow darkened more and more. His white lips and clenched teeth filled Dantès with apprehension. After reading the letter, Villefort covered his face with his hands. Oh, said Dantès timidly, what is the matter? Villefort made no answer, but raised his head at the expiration of a few seconds, and again perused the letter. And you say that you are ignorant of the contents of this letter? I give you my word of honor, sir, said Dantès. But what is the matter? You are ill. Shall I ring for assistance? Shall I call? No, said Villefort, rising hastily. Stay where you are. It is for me to give orders here, and not you. Monsieur, replied Dantès proudly. It was only to summon assistance for you. I want none. It was a temporary indisposition. Attend to yourself. Answer me. Dantès waited, expecting a question, but in vain. Villefort fell back on his chair, passed his hand over his brow, moist with perspiration, and for the third time read the letter. Oh, if he only knows the contents of this, murmured he, and that Noirtier is the father of Villefort, I am lost and he fixed his eyes upon Edmond as if he would have penetrated his thoughts. "'Oh, it is impossible to doubt it,' cried he suddenly. "'In heaven's name!' cried the unhappy young man. "'If you doubt me, question me. I will answer you.' Villefort made a violent effort, and in a tone he strove to render firm. "'Sir,' said he, "'I am no longer able, as I have hoped, to restore you immediately to liberty. Before doing so, I must consult the trial justice.' What my own feelings is, you already know. Oh, monsieur, cried Dantès, you have been rather a friend than a judge. Well, I must detain you some time longer, but I will strive to make it as short as possible. The principal charge against you is this letter, and you see, Villefort approached the fire, cast it in, and waited until it was entirely consumed. You see, I destroy it. Oh, exclaimed Dantès, you are goodness itself. Listen, continued Villefort, you cannot have confidence in me after what I have done. Oh, command, and I will obey. Listen, this is not a command, but advice I give you. Speak, and I will follow your advice. 
I shall detain you until this evening in the Palais de Justice. Should anyone else interrogate you, say to him what you have said to me, but do not breathe a word of this letter. I promise. It was Villefort who seemed to entreat, and the prisoner who reassured him. You see, continued he, glancing toward the grate, where fragments of burnt paper fluttered in the flames. The letter is destroyed. You and I alone know of its existence. Should you therefore be questioned, deny all knowledge of it, deny it boldly, and you are saved. Be satisfied, I will deny it. It was the only letter you had? It was. Swear it. I swear it. Villefort rang. A police agent entered. Villefort whispered some words in his ear, to which the officer replied by a motion of his head. Follow him, said Villefort to Dantès. Dantès saluted Villefort and retired. Hardly had the door closed when Villefort threw himself half-fainting into a chair. Alas, alas, murmured he, if the procureur himself had been at Versailles, I should have been ruined. This accursed letter would have destroyed all my hopes. Oh, my father, must you past career always interfere with my successes? Suddenly a light passed over his face, a smile played round his set mouth, and his haggard eyes were fixed in thought. This will do, said he, and from this letter which might have ruined me, I will make my fortune. Now to the work I had in hand, and after having assured himself that the prisoner was gone, the deputy procureur hastened to the house of his betrothed. End of chapter 7